This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast. It's all things business across the state of Florida. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that the Small Biz Florida podcast crew is on the road again. We are at the 2022 uh, first annual Small Business Success uh, Conference. Uh, brought to you by the Florida SBDC Network here in Florida. It, it has been an incredible conference so far. Um, kicked off today with an incredibly uh, great uh, motivational speaker. Uh, and uh, so, uh, and still lots more to come here from the conference. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, as everyone knows who tunes into our podcast, we're all about highlighting and creating awareness for resources and assistance programs across the state of Florida. Obviously, one of the big issues always in small business is capital access. And I can tell you that um, there are a number of folks here today, uh, but none uh, have been more supportive of uh, the SBDC and small business than our than our guest right now. We've got with us uh, Mr. Fred Crispin, who serves as Senior Vice President the Small Loan Division uh, with United Midwest Savings Bank. Welcome to Small Biz Florida, Fred. Good. Thank you. I appreciate, appreciate you letting me speak with folks today. Uh, listen, absolutely. You are uh, not only as United Midwest Savings Bank uh, a sponsor of the conference, you have long been a, a supporter of the SBDC program in Florida. I don't, I don't think I go to any small business event and you're not there. <laughs> You're everywhere in small business. I'm kind of like you. Every time I go somewhere, you're there doing a podcast. I know, I know. You you and I should meet up every morning for breakfast or something. Yeah, We're always together. Uh, But Fred, I got to tell you, we we do appreciate your support. Uh, You and I have talked many times through the years at these events. Uh, And and most importantly, uh, we appreciate United Midwest and and the support of small business through your product offering. Thank you. It's our pleasure. so let's uh, let's start as we always do, Fred. Just to maybe a little bit of background on you and your pathway to uh, United Midwest Savings Bank. Yeah, I got involved with SBA lending back in 1987 with a small bank up in Panama City Beach, Florida, uh, uh, and from there kind of moved around uh, over the years as a lot of us do. Uh, and about five years ago now, a little over five years ago now, uh, was with a friend at one of our uh, national conferences, uh, and I was not happy with the lender we were with. It was a group out of Utah at the time. We are doing some things I didn't think were just right. So I um, uh, had a meeting with Craig Street, who is the EVP, Chief Lending Officer for United Midwest Savings Bank. He and the president had just bought the bank a year before. Um, uh, they had worked together years before at a small bank up in Columbus, Ohio. That bank was sold to uh, Huntington. Uh, our, our president, Ed Cohn, left 
the uh, banking business for about 10 or 15 years and ran Big Brothers Big Sisters for the state of Ohio. Craig Street stayed on with Huntington and, and, and took over their SBA division and built it up to the largest SBA lender in the country. I uh, just got tired of the uh, big bank syndrome, I guess, and uh, he and Ed teamed up and bought the sleepy little savings bank up in Columbus that wasn't even a blip on the SBA radar at the time. Uh, and about a year later, uh, I we, we, we joined them and uh, changed the name on our door and uh, kept doing what we do, running the small loan division for the bank on a nationwide basis. Since that time, we've built it up to the 10th largest SBA lender in the country. Wow. Uh, specializing in, in SBA loans. The division I run for the bank nationally, we specialize in doing small working capital loans for startup and existing businesses from 20000 up to 150000 under the SBA 7A loan program. It's nice. credit scored so that we can approve initial credit the same day we get the loan app in. Uh, my son and I, who we manage the, the, the division together, d- determined years ago that if you took collateral out of the equation in these small loans and, and just based it on cash flow, uh, typically these small businesses can go out and generate sufficient cash to pay you back and right. earn a living for themselves. And so that's what we built it on. Uh, nice. And that is not the standard model, is it? I mean, most banks are going to want to see collateral, correct? Yes. Most banks want to see collateral. If, if the business doesn't have tangible assets, then they want to attach uh, the personal assets, right. uh, take a second lien on their home, uh, right. whatever. So, Well, let's go back to the what really is kind of, you know, part of the, you know, you know I, I guess for lack of another term, I mean, really the root problem that we have in our world of small business today is so many times and so often some of the larger institutions don't really want to deal with the smaller loans. Is that a fair statement? Is that? Yeah, that's real fair. Um, And we're, we're kind of unique in that uh, we developed this niche back in 2003. We got involved with small loans under the uh, original SBA Community Express program. Uh, And that's when we hooked up with the uh, Small Business Development Centers on a nationwide basis uh, because under that Community Express program, we had to provide technical assistance to the borrowers. Um, We had to develop a technical assistance certificate that had the... the, Which I love that model. I I think that makes sense. Yeah, it It, was really good. These small businesses are going to borrow $150,000 to expand, to increase inventory, to buy a piece of equipment. I think part of that should maybe be, listen, you're going to have to engage with your local SBDC. We want to see you go through profit mastery. Make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, we we get a lot of business now from uh, franchise brokers that uh, send deals direct into us. But one of the last things we do before we fund a loan is introduce that borrower to their local SBDC and and, and emphasize to them, you need to, it's a free service. You need to uh, touch base with these folks. They can help you with a lot of different things. Uh, All right. Let's talk about uh, current uh, market. Uh, We had a great presentation this morning. Uh, by Dr. Jerry Parrish, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, formerly the chief economist for the Florida Chamber Foundation. Now he is with the Florida SBDC Network. Um, Dr. Parrish kind of broke down 
where we are in today's economy, specifically Florida, talked about inflation. I, you know, I got the impression from Dr. Parrish that there there is some reason for optimism in all of this? Did, did you take that away from Dr. Parrish's presentation? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, even though we're in a, a, a rising interest rate scenario and it's been a slow for the last couple of months, I think as people get used to the scenario that things are not going to, the world's not going to come to an end, uh, that'll settle down and we'll see um, a booming uh, and, and I certainly think uh, you know, specifically in the state of Florida, too. Yeah. I just don't think Florida's. This is not going to stop Florida. Is that? No. Do you see that? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I know the 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 area where I live up in the Panhandle of Florida is just booming. Right. Uh, and and talk about your small business lending. Let's take a real good deep dive into this because this is so critical and so important in, in our certainly our SBDC space is these small loans. What what talk again about maximums, minimums? Uh, what are the your specific your specific small business lending programs? Uh, the, the the small loan program we do loans from twenty thousand up to one hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, under the regular 7A loan, uh, it's an 85% guarantee. It's credit scored. We use the Fair Isaac Small Business Scoring Model, better known as Liquid Credit. I've been using that model since 2003 in these small loans. SBA adopted that same model about four or five years ago now, and so that all small loans, actually 350 and below, get scored in, in that uh, small business model. That model uh, enables us to approve initial credit the same day we get the loan application wow. in. Um, and, and that model's looking at a lot of different things. It's heavily weighted to borrower's personal credit, but that's not all it's looking at. It's also looking at uh, what industry they're in. What's the risk of that industry? Uh, I.e., it looks at a startup restaurant entirely differently than it looks at a startup veterinary clinic. Right. Okay. Uh, it looks at time and business. Are they a startup or have they been operational for two plus years or longer? Uh, it looks at percentage of revolving available to them. Have they maxed out all their credit cards or they have some fallback room they can help themselves if they need to? Um, it looks at how many people have actually pulled their credit in the last year, uh, which becomes a real critical issue in, in some cases. So those are the kinds of things that the model's looking at. But it, it, like I said, it enables us to approve initial credit pretty quick. What uh, Talk to me about engagement process with United Midwest in this small uh, business lending. Is it online applications? Got technology? You say approved in a, you know, in a day. Talk about that. what what's engagement and application process look like. Application process is pretty simple. Um, uh, they can get to the loan app at sbdc.loan or smallsba.com. Either one will take them right to our landing page on the bank website. And on the left-hand side of that page, they can download an application. It's a PDF fillable form. Um, the first two pages are about the business, and page two is really nothing more than a listing of the uh, ownership and the officers and directors. Basic information, name of the business, is it a franchise, where is it located, tax ID number, that basic information. The third page would be a principal information page, and we need one of those for each individual that owns 20% or more of the business. And once again, it's basic information, name, social security number, street address, annual household income, uh, okay. liquid assets. Uh, okay. And all of that gets loaded into a, 
But when that app comes in, once they fill it out and complete it, they save it on their computer and then hit the submit button. It'll upload it to a, a portal. We pick it up and load it into a platform that pulls the borrower's credit through uh, Experian, uh, takes everything off of that loan app and uh, off of their credit, shoots it out to Fair Isaac, and then about 30 seconds it shoots back a score. Wow. And it's a pass-fail system. If you score above the cutoff that we have set in the model, then we can approve the credit. At that point in time, we assign it to a packager processor who will then start communicating directly with the borrower and the SBDC counselor uh, about things we're going to need, and she'll generate a, a, a checklist and email that to the borrower for them to start putting putting things together so that we can start okay. building that file for SBA, dotting the I's right. and crossing the T's, and move it down that assembly line, we like to call it. Move okay. it from packaging processing into underwriting, underwriting into closing. Now, let's talk about um, pretty standard stuff you're going to look for. Two years worth of tax returns, business needs to be profitable, the, all that good textbook stuff that we all know about. On, a, on an existing business, okay. yeah. And on a, on a startup, uh, and 90% of the loans we fund every month are pure startups so that they have they have no history. Okay. The day we fund that loan is the day they're opening their doors to start selling <laughs> well, widgets or well, services. Yeah, well, hold on, Fred. Hold on. We got to we go back a step here because you, you, stole, you stole my joke. I was going to say we're going to talk about the S word, yeah. startup. <laughs> I, I mean, now when you, when you say you literally fund startups, now, I, I mean, I, I want to literally hear you tell me, what's a startup to you? I mean... Define startup. To me, a pure startup is the guy that the day I fund that loan is the day he's opening his doors to start selling services. Hi, right, Fred. Well, you're the only, okay, you're the only guy in the world who does those loans. In I, <laughs> you know, typically in business and in banking, and you know, folks just want to see that history. But you're telling me that a guy could walk into you and say, um, you know, look, I'm going to start a I guess what I know, I, I'm going to start a small landscape business. Sure. Um, I, I'm going to go, I got to buy a, uh, some equipment. I got to mm-hmm. buy my, my uh, handheld equipment. I got to buy my mower. I got to buy a trailer. Right. You're, you're interested in loaning that guy the 25000 to go get all that equipment and get that first customer. Absolutely. We do a bunch of them every, every month. <laughs> We fund on this. Average. May be the most popular podcast we've ever produced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to go viral. We're going to shut down the internet, Fred. Uh, okay, so you you so so what is what is the bare minimum requirement? Is the credit score you're going to base that on? Credit score, uh, liquid assets. Uh, we want to you know SBA requires that on a startup. Uh, the borrower has to invest minimum of 10% of their okay. total of All the right. total capital needs, and okay. that needs to be documented where that money's coming All from. Right. It can't be borrowed funds. Right. And then we like to see on a startup that the borrower's got at least 50000 in savings, marketable okay. securities, right. IRAs, 401Ks. Okay. He's got some fallback room okay. because in, inevitably in a startup, things may not go according to plan and you may not ramp up as quickly as you think and you need to have some backup to be able to to fund yourself through the the shortfall what about the new the new craze in entrepreneurship what about uh what about side hustle so i've got my i've got my job Mm -hmm. um making a a decent living but i'm looking to to increase my wealth and i'm gonna i'm gonna start a side hustle as a landscaper gonna work on the weekends evenings Mm -hmm. 
obviously very doable loan for that kind of person because they've got, they've got the secondary income. Absolutely. 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 All right. Nice. Um, what about business acquisitions? What about I want to buy an, an existing landscape business from my buddy? How does that work? Right now today, we do, do not do business acquisitions okay. under the small loan program. Our large loan group does them all day long, uh, but we don't in the small loan group because mm-hmm. simple reason. SBA won't let you just credit score a business acquisition. Mm-hmm. You have to do traditional underwriting, which slows us down. Mm-hmm. Now, we're in the process of inspiring installing uh, a new platform that I think three, six months down the road will allow us to do some things in that platform automation-wise that will allow us to get into BizX down the road. Okay. But right now today, I don't, want to, I don't want to go there because no. it would slow my process down and okay. I can't afford to let that happen. All right. Uh, Fred, listen, again, I... As much over the last decade, uh, I've seen you at conferences and meetings and summits and and, uh, programs. I just can't say enough uh, about uh, your loyalty and support of the small business community in the state of Florida and and, uh, beyond. But uh, certainly appreciate all the support you've given for years uh, to the SBDC here in Florida. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate and, it. And uh, listen, uh, uh, how close are you to opening up a branch office on the Treasure Coast? Because I'm telling you, <laughs> we're going to burn your phone line up. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I love it. Um, it's uh, it's It's been interesting times, and uh, I think there's a lot of opportunity out there for small business growth over the next uh, over the next decade here in Florida. I agree. I yeah. agree wholeheartedly. But but they're going to need some capital, and it uh, sounds like United Midwest Savings Bank is a good place to come get it. That's what we're here for. All right. One more time, Fred. How does someone find you? How do we get in touch with you? How do they, how do they get in touch with you or whoever they need to talk to to get this process started? Uh, you can contact me at fcrispin.com at umwsb.com or you can go to our website uh, United Midwest Savings Bank uh, or you can uh, go to your best way to get in touch with us is go to your local SBDC and talk with the counselors and have them get in touch with us you're brilliant Fred brilliant (laughs) yes Uh, It is Fred Crispin who serves as Senior Vice President with the Small Business uh, Loan Division at United Midwest Savings Bank. Fred, again, thank you for your sponsorship of this conference. Thank you for your support, longtime support of small business. Thank you. Uh, This is Small Biz Florida, and we're coming to you from the 2022 uh, first annual Small Business Success Summit here in Tampa, brought to you by the Florida SBDC Network. There's more to come from the conference, so stay tuned. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.